Yep, we're recording. All right, T. Hello, everybody. Welcome to Modern Running Podcast Episode 1. Uh, my name is Noah Griffin. I'm here with Jordan Berger, my collegiate teammate. And um, I think today we're just going to kind of introduce each other, um, get a little bit of background information going for you all uh, so that you know a little bit more about us, why we started running, how we got into it kind of thing. Um, and then we'll go from there. So do you want to introduce yourself a little bit, Jordan? Yeah, absolutely. Awesome. Awesome intro for the first episode. Just want to congratulate you on that. I appreciate uh, it. Yeah, so I've been running for about seven years, eight years, like distance running. I did, you, did your elementary school have like elementary school track where the, like the longest event was a 400 or something? Like I that? wish. My elementary school was boring. All we did was play kickball. Oh, dang. Well, like my high school branches out into like four different elementary schools and each of those came together during elementary school to form like a little track club type of thing. And back in the day, I was a sprinter, like hardcore sprinter. I would do 50 and the 100 meter. I wouldn't go any further than that. I would not do a 200. I thought that was way too far. And that, that was back in the day when I like played football and baseball and basketball and everything like that. And now you're, now you're a 10K it, runner. Yeah, now, now I'm a 10K <laughs> guy. I don't, I don't know how that happened. But I made it to districts. Cause I would beat everyone like on my team and I would make it to districts and just get sweeped out of the water. Like I, w I would get dead last every time. And like my, par my parents were like, how does that happen? How, how are you the fastest one on your team? And then you go there and you get <laughs> like sweeped out of the water. And I was like, Oh, it's the Hershey kids, I guess. But, um, so then going into seventh grade, the cross country coach came to my elementary school and he was like advertising cross country. And I just assumed that it was track in the fall. And I was like, oh, so I just get the sprint in the fall then. And so that's exactly what I thought cross country was. I was not a distance runner at all. I had no motivation <laughs> to run even more than like a 400 or like half mile. And I show up to practice on the first day and they want me to run two mulch trails, which a mulch trail at my school is just like the complete perimeter of the like okay school campus mm -hmm. and it's 1.3 miles i make it halfway i make it about a half mile and like i'm, I'm exhausted already i got dual dual wheeled side stitches everything just going terrible and my coach runs by me and i'm like how do i get back to the school because like i, <laughs> I, I kind of got lost because <laughs> the, the trail goes back like around a little pond and that was about the halfway point that i got stuck at and I was like, how do I get back to the school? I just want to walk there. <laughs> I want to be done. <laughs> and that was my first day of practice. I, I thought it was the worst thing in the world. I didn't know why anyone would want to do that. But I just <laughs> kept coming back because the people on the team were funny. And okay. obviously, like, the more you run, the better you get. And so mm -hmm. it just went from there. That's and, like, awesome. my first race was kind of successful compared to what I thought it was going to be. Kind of like in college, my – Right, right. My first race in college, like, I didn't think anything of it. I was just running banger. for fun. Yeah, like, I honestly, coming into college, I wasn't expecting to, like, be competitive. I was just doing it to do it and, like, to stay, I don't know, I guess involved to, like, keep mm -hmm. my schedule intact. Mm -hmm. And then everything just clicked, and that's exactly what happened my first race. So, yeah, that was, yeah. Pff, how long ago was that? That was seven years ago, I guess. Wow. That was back when I had my afro. Have you ever seen that? No. You have to show oh, me yeah. a picture of that. Yeah, I had an af I had an afro in seventh grade. I got that was great. We gotta see if we can grow that back. Grow a quarantine afro. 
Oh, geez. I, I don't know. It's kind of too late now. Like, the, my hair, when it gets long, it gets curly. You can kind of see yep. it on top. And so, got, when I it got... got the nice, got the oh, nice mustache oh, I, going. I haven't shaved it since we left school. You know, really? in like two months. I see, and it I see still you got your, like this. So you got your, this your is beard just nasty. In too. It just gets like beard <laughs> type stuff. Ooh, like there's nothing yeah. that ever comes up on my on my lip or anything like that. It's just yep, black. I, I feel I feel the same way. I got a little bit there. <laughs> I haven't shaved in I don't know a little bit, but uh, yeah. Well, that's so, awesome. Yeah. My, so, um, no, go ahead. Go ahead. No. Oh. Um. So like, back in the day, I just did it for fun i guess because mm-hmm. i i didn't really like it whatsoever okay. and then okay. <laughs> move, moving on into high school it, it sort of became like this outlet for me like you'd have school all day and you'd be stressed yep. and then you could it was just a time to like hang out with your friends and do whatever you wanted okay well, okay not okay. whatever you wanted like you had to run <laughs> but right, right, right. you know what i mean yeah yeah it's it's freeing yeah, very, very freeing and it's very stress relieving. And I think that is the portion of my motivation that still keeps me running today. Mm-hmm. But obviously that motivation doesn't get me through like races and everything. It right, just right, gets right. me through like practice and gets me to practice mm-hmm. to have fun. Right. But I think my motivation for races and like what makes me like, you know, when you're three miles into a race and you're exhausted, what doesn't make you give up? I, I think it's because I'm so average at like everything else that I've done <laughs> or like even below average. Right, right. Like when I, I said I played basketball, mm-hmm. I might be the worst basketball player <laughs> that you have ever met. Like I played and the season total, I think I had nine points. Okay. <laughs> I, mean, I mean, it's not, not awful, but there's definitely room I mean, for I, improvement. I, yeah, I did have nine. I, I did score nine. That's but, pretty good. Yeah, we never lo- we never won a game. Oh, our our closest one was two points, but we oh, never won a single game. That's and that sad. that's probably another reason why I didn't like it because we never won. <laughs> because because I was so like, bleh at other sports and everything, and then coming to running and seeing a little bit of success and seeing like, hard work actually finally paying off. I think that's what keeps me going, and I just want to keep working to see how far it can take me. That's awesome. That's really cool. Yeah. Yeah. And uh, my choice for LVC going into college wasn't even on my spectrum until senior year, until like a little bit in the senior year, probably halfway through the cross country season. Really? Because yeah, all through high school. So I have an older sister. She's three years older than me. Mm-hmm. So when I was in my freshman year, she was a senior doing all her college tours and everything. And I would go with her and I'd, grade the schools based on how good their apples were their apples their apples yes if if they had just a regular old like apples on a tree or like apples in the dining hall dining hall so available apples yeah and like how good their apples were like if they had bad apples i told her i was not going to go there okay (laughs) okay (laughs) shippensburg actually had the best apples and so this is a noticeable difference Yes. Yes. Very, very noticeable. Their, their apples were crisp. I, yeah, I remember it. Yes. Very much. So you could tell like Shippensburg apples compared to whatever other school you went to's apples. You're Mm -hmm. like, ah, this just isn't the same taste or Shippensburg has like, as you were saying, crisp apples. Yep. Yep. Shippensburg apples just hit different. They were crisper. They're juicier. (laughs) They they just tasted much better. And that's how I graded the schools we traveled to on. And so (laughs) 
Shippensburg was on. <laughs> that, okay. That's how Shippensburg got on my spectrum. If I didn't go there and eat an apple, I don't think I would even look at Shippensburg. But that was my number one choice <laughs> until senior year. Okay. Like even tour in Shippensburg, everything like that, it was my number one choice. So and the apple led to a tour and you're yes. like, oh, okay. The, so the, the apple led to other positives. Yes. Okay. Yes. Okay. Yep. Well, that's good. And I actually only toured ship and LVC. I was very okay. narrow with where I wanted to go because I was like, I either want to go ship or LVC. Nothing in between. So but, what oh. puts you on the, uh, LVC? I almost said apples. What puts you on the LVC? <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So my coach senior year actually told me about LVC and she was like, you should, you should really check this out. They like, I knew their coach and he's, he's a good guy. And okay. so I, I just filled out the recruiting form and got in communication with coach. And then through emails and I think, yeah, th through emails, it led to the overnight visit to stay with the team. Right. And I did that in, it was right after you guys lock haven meet. Mm -hmm. I, I remember that. I remember you coming. Yep. And we did like a cornfield and everything like that. And that, that, that night, the day prior to the overnight, I was probably leaning like 80% ship, 20% LVC. And I pretty much made my decision after that night just because of the team. Really? Yeah. Expand on that. What do you mean? So the, the atmosphere, like the, not even the funniness, but like, the united funniness like right, right. everyone everyone knows the jokes that are going on and everyone is having a good time 24 7 like there was not a dry moment with the team i agree i agree 100 yeah. percent. that is so similar to my experience on my recruiting visit yeah and to to enhance the 100 percent dumping everything into lvc a week or two weeks later the Shippensburg coach got back to me because I also filled out their recruiting form. Mm -hmm. And he, he told me that I, like my times were not fast enough to be on his team. And so that, that was like, uh, like all, all this work I've done for the past four years in high that. school. I hate it when coaches yeah. say stuff like that. Yeah. Like, I understand it, but I feel like there's a better way you could phrase it. Like, sorry, yeah. you're not good enough to be on my team. Like, man, sorry. Yeah. Already filled all the roster spots, like let you down easier, something like that. Cause I've had yeah. a coach tell me that before. Yeah. And, it just fuels me to be so much better. Exactly. Yeah. Every time like, we, I think we know. raced Shippensburg twice. Yeah. We raced them once in the fall at Lockhaven. Mm -hmm. And then we raced them at Susquehanna in right. indoor season. Yep. Yeah. And so since he said that I wasn't fast enough, I've made it my ultimate goal <laughs> that anytime we see ship, I beat as many guys as I can. And I think I beat four in the fall. And oh, then boy. Indoor, I don't think they took their like top guys, mm -hmm. but it was probably halfway through the 5K, and I saw my mom on the sideline. Or so, I don't, what is it like the inside that, of the that, track? It's, yeah, yeah, yeah. I don't, I don't really think it's. She wasn't think it's on like the sideline. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and there was a Shippensburg guy right in front of me, and I point to him, and I go like this, to like because that's where his name is, and then I I surge by him. And after the race, she comes up to me all worried. And she was like, I thought there was something wrong with your heart. You, why, why did you go like this? <laughs> I was like, no, the Schiffenberg. I have to beat him. There's, there's something wrong. <laughs> yeah, like I was not having a heart attack mid-race. I just want to beat that guy. I was, but I actually finished the 5K instead of getting help. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So <laughs> That's it, was, awesome. it was a combination between the team and coach. Coach is amazing. 100%. He reminds me so much of my high school coach, not just because of the orange hair. 
But Oh, do they share that in common? Yeah, they do. That's pretty do. unique. You don't meet yep. many people like that. Exactly. But they're they're both so like their attention to each individual athlete is like unmatched. And that's like from yeah, from what I gather from other schools in high school and like other people I've seen and like they've talked about their coaches, they're not as focused on each individual runner. They're more of like, here's your top guys, put them on a pedestal and there's our focus. Right, right. Whereas like O'Brien and my coach from high school, they're focusing on everyone to, mm-hmm. so that everyone improves because it is an individual sport as much as it is a team sport. Right, right. There's and like, a, if, if you don't have that, beautiful. yeah, exactly. And if you don't have that like individual drive that like, Oh, coach doesn't care about me. I don't need to do better. Right, this is right, right. Whatever. So it like by helping each individual, you're helping the team. Exactly. To get better. And you're only as good as your slowest runner. Yeah, exactly. Very true. But yeah, that is, uh, that's all I got. So that's wh- awesome. What about you? What, why did, why did you start? Um, that's a great question. So basically, um, I started running when I was like four years old, believe it or not. Oh, jeez. Um, I went for, I still remember my very first run. Um, my mom had been running for a long time at this point. Um, she was training for like half marathon. So she, was, she wasn't like fast. I don't want to like mm-hmm. diss my mom, but like, you know, she wasn't insane, but she was pretty good. She could run a half marathon. Yeah, That's to be able awesome. to run. Right. Yeah. Um, so she was training for that and – I remember my dad was just starting to get into it. Um, so he would go for like three mile runs just to kind of start. And we had a loop that if you go around this big old block, it's essentially a square you're running in. It'll be three miles and it'll bring you right back to our house. But it was like, I had to go with someone obviously because I was four years old. Yeah. And I begged them for the longest time, months, can I please go for a run with you? Can I please go for a run with you? And no, 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 not yet, not yet, not yet. Well, one day I'm sitting in my room reading and my mom's like, hey, do you want to come for a run? I'm telling you, I shot up so quick. I was like, yes, I do, I do, I do. Um, That's not so, something you hear every day either. It's insane. Normally I, when you're like young and everything, like I know. young people, they like running, but they don't like running far. Right. They I'm, like going fast. There was something about it. I was just, I was like, yes, I want to go. So I went for a run. I ran this, this three mile loop. I don't know how long it took me. It was insane. But my mom taught me, she was like, whenever you get tired, pick something, a sign, a pole, and just run to that. And then when you get there, you pick something else and you pick something else and you just keep going. And the more you do that, the quicker the run goes by. And that helps me on long runs when we go for like, it still does. You still use that. Yep. You just pick something, you pick it and you just, so whenever I'm like, if we're having a conversation, I'm zoning out, then I don't need it. But if there's like days where, you know, you hit mile six out of 13 and you're like, holy crap, I just want to be done. Um, Like I'm tired. I want to go eat something. Um, and everybody's kind of quiet, pick a pole, pick a tree and just run to the tree and then just keep moving up. And it breaks the rundown so much, but at the same time, it's just, you're constantly achieving a goal. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. And so mentally everything's just clicking and it helps. Yeah. I'm so, going to have to try that now. It's really nice. It's really nice. It, the first couple of times you do it, you're like, God, this sucks because you <laughs> pick like a hundred things in a run. Um, yeah. but once it like, you just kind of do it subconsciously once you get used to it. Um, so I loved in elementary school, how like running was the thing, you know, like in high school, it's like football or being athletic. Usually middle school, everybody's just kind of weird doing their own thing. But like 
elementary school running is the thing. If you can run whatever the mile fast or however big your loop is that everybody has that loop for PE class, I feel yep. like. And if you can do that well, everybody's like, how did he do that? Um, yep. So it was in, always in elementary school. It's like speed and coolness is on the same spectrum. Yep. They yep. go together. It goes, it goes up. The faster you are, the cooler you are. Everybody yep. wants to know you. <laughs> so it was my goal to always win those. So we started out and, um, I forget whatever year you started. I did like three of them or something like that. So whatever year I started, I got third and that pissed me off. I was so mad. I was like, this is stupid. This sucks. So that's why I was like, I want to run. Um, so then the next two years I won. Um, but I mean, again, it's elementary school and I wish I knew how long that thing was. I feel like it was like half a mile or something like that, but (laughs) it felt like a 10 mile race. I was just chugging along. Um, so Middle school, I kind of stopped because, you know, everybody's, I moved, I moved from New York to Maryland. Um, you used to live in New York. I was born in New York. I was born in Syracuse, New York. I lived there for 10 years. Oh, wow. Um, I moved right before fifth grade. So the summer going into my fifth grade year, I moved into an apartment from a house. So that one was kind of a shift mm-hmm. and I stopped running. I just kind of was like, yeah, I'll, I'll figure it out. I'm going to do my own thing. I picked up, I'd been playing basketball. My mom played basketball in high school. So I played basketball. Um, I averaged a little more than nine points a season, I'd say. Um, but it was all rec league. So um, okay, like yeah. winning and losing didn't really matter. You just went every Saturday to play a game. Mm-hmm. Um, so I did that for most of middle school. I tried my eighth grade year. I tried um, to get on a travel team but I was not good enough, nowhere near good enough. Um, mm-hmm. And so my mom let me down very easily. She was like, hey, listen, they already filled all the roster spots, so you're not going to – you know, like the very gentle. It's okay. Yeah, that, that's, on, that's how you do it. We'll yep. get you signed up for rec league, no worries. Um, yep. So that was good. But, uh, but I was a little bummed. But at the same time, I was like, it's just basketball. Just because I didn't make, you know, some travel team, it's not going to dictate the rest of my life. So in high school, I had heard about this thing called cross country (laughs) and I actually didn't even go to the meeting. So there is a meeting that we do at the end of middle school where the high school coach will come. And I didn't even go to it because I was like, ah, like the coach doesn't know me because my friend Brandon had known the coach because he had two older brothers. So he was like, no, you should come if you're interested. He was like, I know the coach. I'll introduce you. And I was like, ah, no, it's fine. Like, it's fine. I'll, I'll meet him on the first day. So I didn't go to any summer conditionings or anything <laughs> like that. Uh, I showed up on the first day and I was like, I'll be like the best freshman here better than any of these chumps. Cause I ran <laughs> when I was four, but if anybody has ever run endurance, you know that the moment you take even the smallest of breaks, that endurance goes out the window very quickly. Big time. It, you can build it back up easily, but, mm-hmm. but it you goes lose out the it window very so quickly. That 10 year gap that I kind of took nine to 10 year gap of just no running. I was starting from, from scratch and, you know, being four, you don't really build up a base of endurance anyways. Yeah. Um, so, so I started running and being a JV runner in high school, I'm so sorry to anybody who's listening that knows this, but um I didn't really run at practice. I'll be straight up about it. Uh, It wasn't the most fun thing in the world because I wasn't good at it. And when I wasn't good, I didn't want to do it. So I would goof off in practice. We played, we played like um, disc golf with baseballs. We'd play that. We just throw baseballs at disc golf things. It was Mm -hmm. the strangest thing, but (laughs) it was better than running. Um, 
but then races wouldn't go well. And I was like, why aren't my races going well? I'm like, well, you're an idiot. It's because you're not running. Like you have to run to get better at running. That's how you get better. Uh, so my sophomore year, I was like, I'm going to make a difference. I'm going to, I'm going to run this summer. And that was one of the hardest I've ever trained. Like comparatively, obviously I train a lot harder yeah. now, but, but the mental side of it, I was just on edge every day. I was like, I'm going to go for a run. I'm going to go run and run. And I ended up bouncing back between JV and varsity that year. Um, and then I ended somehow miraculously the regional meet, which is like the meet where you qualify for States. Um, everybody, like I had made varsity cause I won the JV counties meet and I beat two people on my varsity team. So my coach was like, all right, I'll put you on varsity, but like, you got to show up because every other varsity race I choked like big time. So I was like, all right, I'm here. I'm going to show up. It's the regional meet. Like now's the time to show up. And I don't know what happened to this day. Um, couldn't tell you, <laughs> but I got second on my team on varsity. After oh, being, wow. I was blown away. Every, there's a video of my friend Shane, just like you can visibly see how just taken aback he is because I come up <laughs> to go finish and he's like got his hands on his head. Like what is happening right now? Like just absolutely blown away. Um, so I got a ribbon that day. That was the very first ribbon I ever got. It was at my regional meet. Um, never would have thought I got 13th place. And I was actually Dang. with Garrett Santos, um, one of our teammates who just graduated. He ran that race. Oh wow! I think he was like eighth or something like that. But uh, oh, so that was close. a great race. That was that was something that kind of that race, um, like you were saying, that you started to kind of see success. That race slingshotted everything. That was what set up my career as a runner. Um, so the drive, I would say, comes from wanting to be better. Every day I wake up, and I think that every run should serve a purpose. You know, every run should make you better in some way, shape or form. It doesn't have to make you better physically, which is, I think something that a lot of people mistake, like a recovery run, it doesn't really make you better physically. But if you take the time to like really look at yourself or find something, you can tweak like your form on a recovery run and then you've made yourself better. You can think about something that happened during the day and then mentally you may have made yourself better. You can look back at a lot of things that have happened and find a lot of things that you can improve on in just the course of a 30 minute run. So I think you just gave me motivation. That was like, that that was very, very strong statement right there. That just gave me motivation to run. (laughs) Every single run, I try to find something to make better about myself, about my form, about my running, about my strength there's always something that you can improve on. And I feel like when you find that it, you just feel better after a run because you're like, Oh, that's great. I really worked on this for 30 minutes. Like, it's not like you're just sitting down bored for 30 minutes. Like you're doing something good for you. And you really like the time goes by so much faster when you're running. A lot of people don't think it doesn't, who doesn't think that it does, but Mm -hmm. it, it goes by so quickly. Um, when you're really thinking about something that you want to get better at. So yeah. that's what keeps me going for races. I just want to beat the guy in front of me. I don't care who he is, where he's from. I just want to be the best um, in a very humble way. I don't want to say it like I'm bragging, but like mm-hmm. I believe that I was made to be a runner. And so I want to be the best runner that I physically can be. And so, yep. you know, every step, if that's dig a little bit deeper just to get to the guy in front of you, I want to be, if that's the best runner, you know, is, you know, fourth place, but it took genuinely everything out of me 
like you at max is a perfect example. You cross that line. I don't think you could see. I couldn't. No. That, that is the level that I push myself every single race. I mean, I, I try to, I want to say, cause mm-hmm. I can usually see after a race, but I want to get to the <laughs> point where I collapse over a line and I don't know who my parents are because I cannot see, you know, full yeah. shapes. That's, yeah. and I feel like that's like the mental side of racing where once you unlock that, that Definitely. aspect of things, like it just shoots like your, your levels just shoot up. Mm-hmm. And I think that's where that sophomore year race at regionals, that was a part of, there's just a little taste. They were like, here, look, this is what, this is what can happen if you really try. And mm-hmm. so now ever since then, I've been, been trying and trying and trying to get back to that point. Yeah. Um, so just for perspective, do you know your time that you ran at that original meet compared to previous yeah. times? Yeah, yeah. So how, it, how much of a difference? It changes courses every year. Um, mm-hmm. But that year, I ran an 18, no, it was a 1740 or something like that. It was like 1739 because I was pissed that I wasn't 1738 because that mm-hmm. was when uh, Fetty Wap was going around. Um, oh, yeah. yeah. <laughs> so um, so uh, it was a 1739, and I know that races that are similar in elevation and that kind of thing. Um, we did a regional meet that was very similar to that my senior year. And I ran in the 16s or something like that. Okay. Uh, so you can see there's a, a huge progression. That's yeah. Been happening. Big difference. Um, yep. And even from my freshman year, my very first ever 5k was flat. Like I'm telling you flat. Like, I ran like lock Haven flat flatter. Oh, <laughs> like I'm telling you wow. this thing is ridiculously flat yeah. uh, and I ran a 20 minute 5k or something like that. Okay. So yeah. you can see just a great improvement, year, the, the fitness. And that was just training over the summer. That's all I mm-hmm. did to get better yep. at running. You just have to run. Um, yep. so that was just one year. And then all I did was kept running. I mean, obviously I did workouts, you know, but then I ended up, you know, running, uh, 1543 miles set the school record in high school. Jeez. That one, that race, that race was insane. Um, yeah, that's flat. That's that, that course, that course <laughs> I think nets downhill. I don't know how it does cause it loops and you start where you finish, but it's gotten <laughs> downhill somehow. I don't understand it. Um, that race is crazy cause schools from like Virginia will come up to race it and oh, wow. big schools. And my school that I went to high school at is a big school. So we'll race against them. And so we get absolutely destroyed every time. But, um, but yeah, it was funny. I got my sophomore year. I ran that race and I got 14th in the, or no. Yeah. 14th in the JV race. Um, with whatever time I forget what it was, mm-hmm. but then my senior year, I got 14th in the varsity race. And they gave they gave me the same medal <laughs> that I got. My, <laughs> Wait, my really? Year. Yeah. It's what? The same exact <laughs> one says, wow. One says varsity, one says JV, but it says wow. 14th place, same ribbon, same little like design. It's really funny. Wow. Um. So yeah, so um, I picked LVC because I actually only visited LVC. That was the only school I ever visited. Um, I went to a college fair one night. And went to, this was when I wanted to do actuarial science. Um, so I went to every school that just had actuarial science listed as one of their like majors. Cause they'll mm-hmm. have like the board listed with every major. Um, and you know, like UNC Chapel Hill, um, the Ohio state university, like 
big schools like that. I was like, ah, this will be cool. And then I was like, I really don't know if I want to go that far away from home. Like I like going home. I like seeing my family. Um, and so I met this school, Lebanon Valley College, that had actuarial science on there. So I was like, all right, I'll talk to them. So I talked to the guy and I was like, what is your, like, your average SAT score? You know, basic college questions. And the guy was like, actually, we don't require an SAT. Um, and that kind of took me aback because I was like, oh, like, what's the like academic level of this tuition then? Um, because if you don't require an SAT score, like, can anybody get in? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. So I just kind of like put that one under my radar. I was looking at Temple a lot. That was really where I think I wanted to go the most. Um, Philly. Because they had Axi, yeah. And um, I was like, that's just, you know, they had Axi and they were kind of close. And I was like, all right, well, I'll go to Temple. Um, so we were going to schedule a visit and I dropped something off of my bed and I went to go get it and all of the college stuff was under my bed. So I looked at it and in bright red letters, it said something like, 99% of actuarial science students get a job after graduation. And I was like, what school is that? Like, why didn't I know about this? So I, I took it and I was like, oh, it's this Lebanon Valley College School. Like, that's kind of cool. So I started to do more research on it because I was, you know, taken aback by that. And I saw the, you know, 99% job rate for all majors after graduation. Um, I looked them up one website said they were like top 10 in the country for actuarial science. So I was like, that's insane. So I started to do research into their cross country program because I saw that they were D three and I was like, well, I didn't really think I could run in college, but like maybe I can. Mm -hmm. Um, so I, my junior year, I remember I emailed my coach or I emailed O'Brien, um, while I was eating lunch because I was just so, I sat on it for like two months. I was like, what'd you have for lunch? Do you remember that? Do you remember the small detail? It was the same same thing every day. I had a ham sandwich. Oh. A ham sandwich yeah. with um, barbecue Lay's chips and some carrot sticks. No. Do you, do you put the chips in your sandwich? I know, I know some people would do that at my school. I do it with peanut butter and jelly. I don't do it with, uh, with ham. You put chips in your peanut butter and jelly? Oh, my gosh. I'm telling you, after you get out of a pool, that snack changes your life. Oh. You I'll get out of a pool, that. you take peanut butter and jelly, you throw some, like, ruffles on that bad boy oh <laughs> does it give that does it give it that like salty taste that it's it needs just, i don't even know what it is but it's heaven <laughs> that's the best food i could ever ask for after you get out of the pool peanut butter and jelly ruffles on that bad boy eat that and then you don't even wait 10 minutes you get right back in the pool changes your huh. life i'm gonna uh, i'm gonna have to try that next time i skin you dip. <laughs> <laughs> i was wondering if you're gonna pick up on that <laughs> um so, so yeah, so I, I waited for like two months and I texted like my best friend Shane and my mom and I was like, should I email this guy? Like, I just don't know. Um, Cause you know, it can be daunting when you see like head coach for, you know, Lebanon Valley college. That's, that's, this is the guy that would it's decide if I can run. Yeah. Right. Right. This is college running. Um, so I emailed him. I was like, screw it. I'm just going to do it. I'm going to send it. So I emailed him a long email, uh, a link to both my track and field and cross country times. Um, and I was like, I'm really interested. So like, let me know if you are interested, uh, in having me or anything like that. Um, so here's my new pup. She's coming in to take a nap. Yes. She's a little, she's a little tired. Um, so 
um, he was like, uh, he emailed me back and he was like, yeah, fill out this recruiting form um, and let me know like if you're interested in coming for a visit. So I was like, okay, that's like sick because that's not a no. Um, and oh, this is going to be just horrible. <laughs> um, so I said, all right, bet. I'll fill out the recruiting form um, and we can see like if I can come up for a visit. So I forget how much time went by, but it was probably the summer before my senior year. Um, I, or no, it was, it was that spring because I saw Garrett um, in class. Mm. So I went up and I toured the campus. It was really, it was like the end of winter, beginning of spring. Cause it was when there was a big, um, <laughs> it was when there was a big snowstorm. Okay. So uh, they called me and they're like, hey, are you still coming? I was like, yes, I am because I'm not going to miss this this moment. I want to see mm-hmm. this coach and I want to see the school. So I went up and um, we met the coach. I had a talk with him for probably like 20 minutes and I could just tell that he was very dedicated to what he did. Um, he took the time to make sure that he did things right. Mm-hmm. And that to me stood out because my coach in high school, while I loved the hell out of him, um, he, that wasn't his full-time job. You know, he was, uh, he cemented in mailboxes for a living. We called him the mailbox man. Um, okay. <laughs> so for our coach's gift, I got him a mailbox. It was really funny. Um, <laughs> so, uh, he had three daughters and worked this, you know, job cementing in mailboxes and then came and coached when he could, uh, which is at no fault of his own, but that wasn't his full-time job, you know? So I was completely shocked when I met a guy who was like, just devoted to yep. making like better. every every, every single, single ounce of his attention mm-hmm. is Went to his into, job yes which is coaching right so i was re- being recruited by a couple of schools at that time elizabethtown was one of them um and appalachian state was another and um i immediately knew after i met coach that i was like this is where i want to go uh, so he was like all right well come on a recruiting visit, meet the team, and we can kind of go from there. So, okay, bet. So I came on a recruiting visit. I had um, this guy, Noah Brady, as my, um, I don't know, host, I guess they're called. Yeah. Um, So great guy. Uh, We went to the corn maze that we took you at. And like you said, everything was just so funny. Like, I remember I met Noah Baxter and he's one of my favorite people. I love that guy. He, he was um, actually my host. Was he really? Yeah, he was. I, I always say he, I, I told him on, you know, that like senior thing that we had at the end of cross country where we yeah. sign stuff. Uh-huh. I wrote, you're the reason I came to LBC. That's crazy. <laughs> but he, he, he was just such like a cool guy. And like, was. I saw myself in him so much. Mm-hmm. Like we, even had the same cologne. Like I looked on his dresser and he had the same cologne I wore, which I didn't know anyone else who wore that cologne. Yeah. Like, he's such a, sick. he's such a personable guy. Yeah. Um, and so is the, like most people on that team. Like I just, I could take them and see parts of my high school teammates in them. Like, Oh, this yep. guy's like this person and this guy's like this person. And so it was like, that doesn't really seem like that much of a, of a transition. Like I feel like I would fit in well here because I fit in well on my team. Mm-hmm. Um, and so I met them. And I was like, this is it. This is, this is where I want to go. So, um, that was the fall of my senior year coach came to visit me 
at my regional meet he drove i felt so bad he drove four hours to watch me run a regional race for cross country um and i was actually (laughs) this was uh a college coach came up to me before my race and he was or after my race but before coach had talked to me and he was like talking to me about being recruited and coach o'brien is standing right behind him and he's just laughing because i was like (laughs) kind of looking at coach o'brien expecting the guy to turn around Mm -hmm. and the guy wouldn't let me get a word in because i was going to tell him hey listen i actually have another coach here that i'm going to go to his school um so at at that point you you i got accepted i decided um that it was it was official um and i was locked in but the guy just kept talking. I was like, dog, listen, I really could spare you this whole speech. I've heard it before. It's okay. I have another coach here. Um, mm-hmm. And he was awkward as the day was long. So um, he left finally. Do you know um, what school it was from? It was some Catholic school, I want to oh, say. Okay. Coach remembers, I think. Um, I'll have to <laughs> ask him because he brings it up to me all the time. It's so funny. Uh, <laughs> But uh, so this was right after my race. I hadn't even taken my spikes off yet. We were talking and he was like, hey, you had a great race. Um, I really saw a lot of things that we can improve on there. And that's like something that I'm excited for. Um, but he's like, keep working for track and I'll come see you, I'm sure, for a meet in track. I was like, all right, bet. And this had, you know, taken some time with the other coach. So my team had started to do a cool down and I hadn't yet. And my spikes mm-hmm. were still on. So I was like, wait, guys, wait up. And I did a cool down in my spike oh, after geez. a regional meet. So coach was driving away and he just heard the click, he click, yell at click. you? He, <laughs> no, but he, oh. like, he still holds it over my head to this day. He was like, I just cannot believe my first impression. Like after watching you race, you did a cool down in your spikes. on pavement. I was like, yeah, well, That wasn't the smartest decision. I That's made. funny. Um, so yeah, so then he came to my state meet um, to watch me run the two mile. And that race, that was my last race in my collegiate career. And it went very well. High school career? Yeah. Or sorry. Yes, my high school career. Uh, But it was hot. And so I went, uh, you know, to do the two mile. I ran the race. And when I was coming down the last hundred, I was like, well, this is it. Like, give it all you got. So I started sprinting. I passed like three kids coming down the stretch. And I go to pass a fourth. And I'm in lane two booking it. And there's this kid looks back at me like five meters from the finish line and he steps in a lane two and I right as I was about to cross the finish line. So I, I'm telling you, I smack his back and I push him and I shouted something awful at him. Um, and I really like an official looked at me and I looked at him and I threw my arms up. Like I was in a mood and I expected to get disqualified. Um, yeah. But uh, I didn't, thank God. I was getting water and the kid came up to me and he was like, hey man, I'm really sorry. And I said something, I said some choice words again. Mm-hmm. And I was like, you better just, I need you to leave me alone right now. Like I'm done. <laughs> you, were, so, you were fuming at that point. You I were was, done. You were, I was did not want to see him. I was genuinely furious. Mm-hmm. I went up to the stands and I saw coach and I was like, hey, I'm really not like that a lot. Like I apologize. And he goes, I thought it was really funny. I enjoyed watching it. <laughs> Well, I'm glad because I was having a panic attack for the last five minutes thinking that you were going to be mad at me. Like, oh, I don't know if I want this guy representing my school. (laughs) That is totally, I I can totally see Coach saying (laughs) something like that. So, um, so yeah, that was, um, after that, I was like, I just love this coach. I love the team. So I came to LBC and I've had nothing but success from it. Coach is the kind of guy who will devote hours and hours and hours of time to you if you're mm-hmm. willing to devote yourself back. And um, I was, I am still. And so that's 
something that has gotten me, you know, to the point where I am today. Yeah. So, which is a very, very fast runner. Hopefully we can get better. <laughs> There's always room for improvement, you know, but I am very grateful with where I am today. And I think that um, not only high school, but college has a lot to do with that. But I also think that there's a, another path that keeps going that I can yep. go down um, as long as we keep going. But speaking of running, summer summer just started, baby. Oh, We're getting yeah. into summer training. Oh, um, yeah. And coming off of this Rona-filled spring, <laughs> how, did, um, how did spring training go for you? Uh, lonely, very, very lonely. But al- yep. also kind of cool. Like, I don't know if you've ever gone on a trail during your spring training and like – saw a bunch of people that are not normally on trails i didn't i wanted to i wanted to go to um like an insanely long trail that runs up in pennsylvania but um i didn't i wanted to do my 10k time trial there but i decided the track would have been better for pacing okay yeah but um but i've heard that there are a lot of people that aren't necessarily like they're picking up running for the first time Yep, completely packed. Do you know uh, Swatera State Park? We we went yes. there in yep. preseason. Yeah, I, that's like my main training ground for okay winter, summer. Anytime I'm home, that's where I do my running at because it, it's soft, it's flat or hilly, depending on what I want, depending right, on right. which Y I take at the bridge. Mm-hmm. And normally when I run there, I park two miles away from where we park. So okay. it's that stretch right there is always empty, like no matter what. Mm-hmm. and a few weeks ago when i ran there i think i saw 10 to 20 people on that oh my stretch gosh and then even more once i got to the other part because you know how where we would park for preseason yeah. it would be i don't know 10 parking spots and then a long road mm-hmm. to get into it right right well the parking lot was filled and there was cars parked on the side of the road oh my like gosh. as far as i could see until the turn i was like why are all these people here all of a sudden and That's crazy quarantine really do be making people go go crazy it does and there were there were so many people on bikes walking running everything yeah. and then two weeks ago it was what when was mother's day was that last weekend or uh, it was either mother's day or it was my sister's birthday they're a week apart <laughs> so I, I don't really know either way so one of those days we went to a different trailhead in the same park and okay. Bordner's cabin is this this dude in 50s or something he built this cabin back in that park okay and it has like a cool waterfall behind it and people go there every now and then but every time i've been there in, in the past no one else has ever been there okay. so we parked at the popular trailhead for that and walked to it which is like a mile and a half and i've seen more people there that day than I do at like it, it felt like it was like a race day at Union That's Canal. Insane. Like there there were packs of people. Like I swear this one family that walked by, it was like family, cousins, relatives, every like everyone they knew all went at the same time. And That's there were insane. multiple things like that. Oh yeah. my gosh. Yeah. So as much as the running was lonely when I was at home. If I went anywhere, it was a constant, hi, good morning, yeah, how are right. you? Oh, yeah. gosh. I Yeah. Whenever I'm talking to people while I'm running, like, like strangers, that it's okay if I'm doing, like, a recovery run. But if I'm doing something like a like an up-tempo, faster run, and people are like, hey, how are you? And I'm like, okay, 
can't really talk right now. I've, yeah. I've got something going on, but, but I do like to be friendly because there is that kind of bond between runners mm-hmm. where if you see people, you're always just like, Hey, good for you for being out here too. Yep. Do you, do you know those awkward convert, like those awkward situations where you run by someone and you say one thing and they thought you said something else and then it's like <laughs> <Yes>. nothing <laughs> makes sense at all. That happened to me this morning, actually. You on have my a run. conversation of gibberish. Yeah. I like, was I coming up. <laughs> yeah, exactly. I was coming up behind this couple and, and like they didn't know I was coming. I was getting pretty close and I didn't want to spook them because I mean, that has probably happened to all of us before where yep. you're, you're running behind someone and you spook them and they scream and get terrified. Yep. yep. And I didn't want that to happen. So I shouted out, coming up on your right. And when I got there, the girl, the woman goes, good, how are you? <laughs> and I didn't say anything. I didn't, because like, it took me a minute to process what she said, because I didn't expect them to say anything. Right, right. And she, she just goes, good, how are you? It's like when an official tells you good luck and you say, thanks, you too. Like yep, he's yep, not, he's like, not oh, running a race. Shoot. I messed yeah. that up. Yeah. That's. Those are the worst. People, <laughs> I just don't know how to react to that situation. Yeah. M- most of the time I just don't say anything because I don't process it that fast. Right, right. It takes you a minute to understand what was she saying? Was she talking to me? Yeah, exactly. That's hilarious. <laughs> she had a training. big old smile though. She was nice. That's good. That's always nice when you see people that are happy. I hate seeing people that are out there. Oh my and God. Like, and they're just miserable. Rude. Right. Like, yeah. just go inside. Yeah. Somebody like, like <laughs> somebody's making you be out here. Maybe mm-hmm. they are. If they are, that sucks. I'm sorry. But <laughs> if Don't you pick it out on me. It's usually a little bit better. Yeah. That was, I've gotten into ever since spring, you know, cancellations and stuff like that. I got into this, this app, the Nike run club app. And um, I used I to have that 1000% recommend it for anybody who doesn't like running alone. Anybody who wants a little bit, not necessarily a coach or um, anything like that but a guided run. So it's not tailored to them, but it's guided. Um, so there's, there's conversations that are happening around you as well as your music. If you like running to music, um, change the way I ran 100%. I listened to a story about Elliot Kipchoge, um, how he trains. Uh, oh, is, is that, is that the app where you, like you have runners talking to you as yep. you run? So and I like, one, are, are they running as they're talking to? No, they're doing, it's similar to like a podcast, like you and I are okay. doing, um, yeah. but you're running and they talk okay. like you're there. So they talk like they know you're listening to them, which I think is super special. Cause he'll, he'll say, Hey, you're doing great. Like the coach, the, um, I think his name is Chris Bennett is the Nike run club global head coach. And so he like, he'll say, Hey, you're doing great. Good job. Like just periodically throughout. And those little like boosts where you're like, you know, I am, I'm out here running and that's something that's good. Um, mm-hmm. So it's a little boost like that. And he gives you, when I say every run, I want to find something to get better at. There's little like 30 minute segments where he's like, thank you runs where you find things to be grateful for. Um, or there's runs where it's like looking into yourself and seeing what you can do uh, differently with something. Um, and so it's like little things like that where they really make a difference with a lot of things. So it seems pretty cool. And, I love and it. you just started using that in the yeah, spring. I used it for spring. And, um, I, my favorite one was with Lopez Lemong, who was a, there's, it's a 90 minute story. I ran a 14 mile long run to it. It's a 90 minute story. And, um, it was about how he was actually like kidnapped when he was a kid um, in Africa. 
and about mm-hmm. how he went to like he ran he had to escape from a prison camp um he ran for like four days straight uh like oh, it's geez. an incredible story and yeah. you have, like it's just insane to really think about like this happened to this guy and now mm-hmm. he's a professional excuse me professional runner yeah that's, that's insane um so absolutely that was one of my favorite um favorite ones but there's a ton on there there's ones with um the creator of headspace which is a meditation app uh, mm-hmm. so it's like very calming and um a lot of like looking inward runs which i also love to do because you know if you're not going to strengthen your legs strengthen your mind strengthen yep. both at the same time yeah um, mind so, is very much just so as important as exactly. legs when it comes to running exactly especially in racing the moment you let your mind win it's over mm-hmm. um so so yeah that was a it was a really good game changer for me i feel like that shifted the tide um with how much i uh was able to focus on my running um so so that was good um yeah. i really much i really enjoyed it and um i recommend it 100 percent now we're getting into summer. Nice little, oh, nice little base my, building my time. Favorite, my favorite. You like running walk. in the summer? Oh yeah, I only ran in two summers. Like coming off senior year, going into college, obviously had to, and then junior year and the senior year I did. But before that, I would never run in the summer. I just didn't have okay. motivation. Okay. Okay. But in those two seasons, it has definitely been probably my favorite training block. Why? Um, I think it's because of how much time I have. Like when you're when you're in the midst of classes and you mm-hmm. have like exams and mm-hmm. races and everything, mm-hmm. it can sort of transfer mm-hmm. all that stress into your run. Yeah. And like, I mean, that's kind of what happened to me in the spring. And coach, because I would comment every time on our final final surge, I was like, my mind was just completely cluttered, and it just made me run like crap and feel like crap. Mm-hmm. And so he had, he advised me to do my runs in the morning then. And that definitely helped because then you're, you're like fresh mind fresh for the start. day. Yep. And yeah. And you, and you start your day off. Right. right. Yep. Exactly. And it just keeps the ball rolling for the day as well as you get in a better run than being all stressed out and everything. Right. Right. Please don't bite my shit. <laughs> but- <laughs> um, so yeah. So um Summer's going to be good. This is going to be – I'm excited for preseason. I hope that this Rona stuff clears up by then. Yes. We can go back for preseason because Ohio Pile is going to be that, a ton of fun so this year. so much fun. Uh, the houses that we have are beautiful. I'm so Oh, yeah, excited. you guys picked them already. Mm-hmm. They are beautiful. The one that oh, yeah. we have, I'm telling you, we've never had a better one. Really? I'm so excited. Everything, it- everything positive about the past two houses that I've had are in this one house. Ooh, is the water is the water better than than the stuff we so. had this there's year? No, there's no egg water. <laughs> no egg water. There's no mouse in the oh. chips. Oh, I forgot about that. That was, that, was, <laughs> that was crazy. We can we can end off on that story if we want. Give them, <laughs> yeah, give totally. A little a who, little laugh. Who was the one that actually opened? Was it Baxter? I think it was Baxter. I think it yeah. was Baxter. Yeah. <laughs> so for for everybody who doesn't run with us, um. We take a preseason trip every year uh, over the summer and end of August before classes start to uh, a place in Pennsylvania called Ohio Pile. The, the uh, most fun trip of my life. beautiful. Uh, it's a huge team bonding experience because you get all of the freshmen um, that are still 
like shy, getting used like, to everybody. Like, right, right. Like, yeah. Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> or Nick Stokes. He was a shy guy, yeah. but now he's like super opened up. Yeah. So you get all the freshmen and you get to come together and you know, you're forced to be with each other for a week. So you have to really find uh, a way to get along and to get to know each other. Um, so we'll do, you know, runs in the morning. Um, we'll do workouts and we'll do uh, different activities. Like last year, we went zip lining the year before we toured uh, the Falling Water Mansion, which was really cool. Um, so we'll go there and um, kind of get to know each other, have a good time. But you spend a lot of time at your house um, and getting to know your teammates. We played Monopoly a bunch last year. All the time. All um, the time. So I don't think I've ever won. I don't think any any time we teamed built. up and played that, I don't think I've ever won. Damien was insane <laughs> at it. I don't know how he's so good at Monopoly. Yeah. No, Baxter and I, we took at the start of a game, he took like a fistful of $500 bills and we put it under his leg and he just kept adding them <laughs> to his pile and we still didn't win. It was insane. Did anyone even notice? Nope. Nobody had any idea. I was really wow. proud of that. We wow. were, we were so amazing you, cheaters. You discreetly cheated. Yes. But still um, didn't win. Still lost. Cheaters never win. Wow. Um, it's true. So, yeah. So, anyways, we were there um, in the house and we have to cook our own meals and stuff like that. But the school provides food and stuff because um, Coach will go to a grocery store. So, we had a bag of chips. I think it was. It was chips. Yep. Lay's um, potato chips. I think it was just regular potato just regular chips. Regular potato chips. Um, and like I said, this is in the middle of nowhere. So, you go. Um, Literally, we didn't even have service. No, you don't have cell service or anything like that. You've got like whatever Wi-Fi the house provides, but you. Yeah, but, which there were only like what, less than ten people who could be on it. Right, at the time. right. Yeah, like it, it, it blocked very, out after that. Very small. Yeah. Um. So yeah. So Noah opened up the potato chips one day and, um, just kind of yelled like, "Oh my god!" I don't <laughs> think he used exactly those words, but uh-uh. um, but we were all like kind of confused we're like what what's going on and he's like there's a mouse in the (laughs) chips and so i guess a mouse had found its way into the house uh and into the bag of chips that night and was just kind of chilling he was living his best life he had an endless supply of food and all that so he was probably planning on getting so fat until he saw us (laughs) like imagine being a little mouse inside the inside the bag of potato chips that's eating warm it's nice and dark you get as many chips as you can eat Yep. And do you remember what, uh, what, I think it was Damien, he took, he took the chips and he just kind of turned them upside down off the deck and the mouse just went down. Oh yeah. Was, yep. He went, he went <laughs> bye-bye. So he, there was grass. It wasn't like, you know, we didn't drop them on the road or anything like that, but it was safe. It was prepared, but he went, he went into, into the grass and stayed there for, for a little while. Do you remember the turtle that was on the rock? Oh my! Like yes, eye. yeah. That turtle was like that was it, the most it, badass seen turtle stuff. I've ever seen. Yeah. yeah, turtle. There was like a mini snapping turtle or something. I don't know what kind of turtle, but it had yeah. like a jaw, like a snapping turtle. And the thing was missing an eye. Like its tongue, half of its mouth was gone, so like its tongue was just hanging out. Yeah, I was. was I was on the deck thing. watching you guys interact with that thing. I was trying to poke it, <laughs> but I didn't want to like get my hand taken off. So yeah, being very careful. If this it was a snapping turtle, turtle, those things are vicious, dude. They are. Like, snapping I'd, turtles terrify me. Yeah, I've only ever seen one, and it was on like the side of the road. I was with some friends, mm-hmm. and their dad came out and like took care of it. But I've never seen such a vicious little animal before. They are just angry. They're yeah. filled with so much hate. Yeah, and the, apparently their jaws are like 
super super strong too yeah which i yeah. i wouldn't i wouldn't expect i wouldn't want to go near any one of those hell definitely no. not no <laughs> um all right well i think that's all we got today um so thanks for tuning in. Thanks for listening. Uh, if you have yeah. any suggestions, head on over to our Instagram. Uh, it's at modern running. You can send us a DM. Let us know anything that you want us to kind of talk about, discuss. Um, we're always open to suggestions and until next time, we'll see you later. See you guys. Bye. Goodbye.